In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. It has been a couple of weeks since I've had my live radio show, and I must say I am so sorry to my listeners, but the past couple of weeks have been um, a bit trying, as many of you, as everybody knows. Hurricane Sandy hit the East Coast pretty hard, And I guess I've always told everybody I live in the woods, and I have to tell you, it was an experience I will probably never forget for a lifetime. And um, I was out of Internet service for quite some time. You know, we had no heat. We had no electricity. Um, but I'm thankful to say my house did not get hit with um, a tree, which was very scary, but um, we were all safe, and I'm so, so grateful for that. But um, what happened was I started to realize about a week into the whole aftermath, um, I was very cranky and um I started to realize that, gosh, I'm really not myself, and only because I do my radio show, and because I've had a wonderful expert, Dr. Levy, come on and educate us about post-traumatic stress, did I start to realize that, you know what, I think this has affected me tremendously, and... um You know, I always try to bring guests on the show with things that could help me as an entrepreneur, but things that I'm experiencing in my life. And um, I was actually booked for the show with another guest, and I had requested to reschedule their show because I feel that the topic is so, so important And I almost feel a a social responsibility to help as many people out there by bringing you our guest today. So many of you um, might recall I had Dr. Barbara Levy on my show prior, and she truly is, believe me, an expert. She has helped me tremendously after my show. She had mentioned something on the show that made me realize, you know what? I personally experienced post-traumatic stress in my life, and I never dealt with it. So I actually took a ride up 
And I went to see her, and I have to tell you, she changed my life in one session. So I truly believe in her. I have sent, you know, many other people to her, and each person reported back to me and said, Dr. Levy is amazing. She knows what she's doing, and she changed their life also. So with that in mind, I'm here to really um, say I hope that you really hang on to this show, and I hope it can bring you some peace after Hurricane Sandy. So um, let me... Let me um, just tell you a little bit more about Dr. Levy's background in case you did not listen to her first show. So Dr. Levy is a licensed psychologist, and she's been a psychologist since 1978. She worked and trained in the Boston area before moving to Westport, Connecticut in 2000. She holds a master's degree in clinical child psychology and a doctorate in professional psychology. Dr. Levy founded ACT, now Psychotherapy, utilizing her unique, active, um, creative, time-sensitive approach to therapy. She tailors her work to meet each client's unique needs. In Dr. Levy's new book, The Wake Up and Dream Challenge, she teaches the innovative cutting-edge techniques that have helped thousands of her clients transform their lives and achieve their dreams. So with that, I am absolutely thrilled and honored to bring Dr. Barbara Levy onto our show, Paying It Forward. Good morning, Dr. Levy. Good morning, Josephine. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. <laughs> well, Dr. Levy, I am a junkie of yours. I truly believe in everything that you say. You've changed my life. I am so grateful for that. And the whole purpose of bringing you on today is because you've educated me so much with post-traumatic stress, I just realized that after going through what we had gone through with the hurricane, with Hurricane Sandy, I just realized that I know personally, I think I had a touch of post-traumatic stress. And I know... Dr. Levine, you're in Connecticut. I mean, did you get hit as hard? <laughs> we got hit really hard. Did you get hit bad too? Well, not as hard as uh, as uh, Long Island and and New Jersey, or even New York City in some ways. But mm -hmm. I, my power was out for a week. My town was amazing. They they having gone through two other blackouts for a week and. 10 days the last time, uh, last two times, they were prepared and had activities for kids and, 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 uh, internet access at the high school and, and the library and were just, they were just amazing. So, so even though I had no heat and no electricity, the, the spirit in the town was very supportive and, and very helpful to get through this period. There were, there were tons of trees down and roads mm -hmm. that were blocked. So, so it, it, it did impact on everyone. Um, yeah. And one of the things that, that is important for everyone to understand, regardless of how, how much you were impacted by the storm, we all went through a trauma. And yeah. so everyone is impacted by it. And what happens is that any earlier traumas may, may sort of re, rear their head again. When we live through something that's traumatic, it brings back other memories. So that's, that's part of what happens. 
Wow. Well, I have to tell you, Dr. Olivia, so I live in the woods, very similar to, you know, the surrounding that you live in, but we um, we went to sleep that night. I was talking, my husband and I were trying to decide, do we sleep upstairs or do we sleep down in the basement? Uh-huh. And we were going back and forth, and we have three young kids, and I said, you know what, let's just camp out in the master bedroom and so that everybody would feel safe and secure, and I wanted to make it like a little camping adventure, and we each had our own flashlight. And I have to tell you, I was trying to remain as calm as I could for my kids because I didn't want to alarm them. And my husband was, you know, he's pretty, you know, laid back. So he wasn't really that phased by it. But I was concerned, I have to tell you, because my biggest fear was, God forbid, if a tree hits our house, we could all get very, very hurt. And um, when we went to sleep, the wind was howling so much. I felt like it was the Wizard of Oz. I felt like the house was going to be taken away. And I just said to my husband, I said, you know, Chris, bring down the Roman shades in the in the master bedroom. And then I have these heavy drapes that go, you know, in front of them. And I said to my husband, I said, just in case the trees should come in, at least there won't be glass flying all over. The second I said that, it was not a minute later that a tree came brushing up against our house. And it was just, it was very, very frightening to actually go to sleep that night with that howling of the wind, with hearing trees snap and break all around us that, I don't know, I was so traumatized, I think. And then to to wake up the next morning to the devastation, I mean, I hate to use the word devastation because lives were lost, but, you know, to go down from where I live and take that path down and see, you know, trees were down, they were hundreds of years old. Nothing will ever be the same after that storm. And like I said, it's not, we did, we were so fortunate not to have experienced the loss of a loved one because so many people lost a loved one and lost everything that they own that I feel guilty feeling this way, but it's a true feeling. <laughs> right. And, and again, all of us were impacted by it. Certainly, some were impacted more, and and our heart goes out to those that that were that were hurt and had physical damage, you know, to themselves and and their loved ones. Uh, but it impacts on everyone, and and on adults and children, and it, it's not always directly. Some is because people hear stories about things that it, you could be traumatized as well. So, so trauma has a way of, of getting to all of us to some degree, and knowing the signs of it can be helpful. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't no, turn, that's okay. Didn't turn off my phone. Sorry. I'll <laughs> that's <it>. okay. <laughs> it's live radio. Anything can happen, Doctor Levy. But, right. but you're so right. It it has affected all of us, and we're getting up. We're coming up on our very first break. But um, when we come back, I'm just going to be more interested in knowing, you know, a little more about, you know, the after effects of the hurricane and how it really affected us, but not only 
us as adults, but our children as well. I'm just so curious how much they have probably absorbed. And if there's anything we can do going forward, like what were the lessons that we learned that we can apply if it should happen again? So with that, we're going to take a quick break. And I welcome everybody back to Paying It Forward in just a few minutes with Dr. Barbara Levy. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoda, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the WOW Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. It's Josephine here, and we have Dr. Levy on our um, show today. And um, I just wanted to kind of give everybody a heads up. If anybody has a question for Dr. Levy, especially about post-traumatic stress or something they experienced during the Hurricane Sandy, 
I just want to know, um, I just want you to know that you can always call in, and I just want to give you that number. The telephone number is 877-864-4869. You can even give us a call, and you can be anonymous if you want, or you can come live on the show. So feel free to give us a call at that number. Okay, so... Um, Dr. Levy, let's get back to our great discussion here. So um, I was just um, asking before we came off, you know, before we went to break, my question to you is, um, let's see, I have so many questions here. Let's give the listeners just a little bit more background. How did you get involved in trauma work? Well, I lived in Israel for many years, and... When I was working on my master's, the Yom Kippur War broke out, and I needed to do a master's thesis, and my my supervisor at the time said, there was another student involved, said, you know, you're in a country that's that's been at war, let's do something that will help people to deal with the war and, and with the consequences of the war. And I did work studying how war, father absence, and the death of a parent in war impacts on children. So that was my intro to trauma. And as a psychologist in Israel, I also worked with with people after terrorist attacks, uh, after other conflicts, uh, and some people who were survivors of of, uh, of World War II. So it's something that I had a hand in for many years. The other piece that has gotten me involved is that there's a preventative medicine side to working with trauma. Um, A lot of people don't understand it. They think of trauma as so terrible and awful. But I've always been a positive psychologist, and I believe that the sooner you help people with the trauma, the more likely they are to overcome it and to do well. And so I see it as preventative medicine to be involved. And when you asked me sort of at the last minute to do this show just before Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, I said, you know, this is my way of paying it forward and helping people because this is the time. That, that we all need some help, and, and this is the preventative medicine stage of trauma work. So that's, that's how I got involved in this, and I see it as a very important part of my work. Yeah, I, and I, I, knew, I knew that about you, Dr. Levy, and that's why I'm just so happy to have you on the show, because I know that it's work for you, but I know you have a genuine interest in your heart to help other people, and... I just kind of, I, I know that you're going to help a lot of my listeners today as well. So let's talk a little bit more. I mean, you sent some incredible business tips. We always, I always wrap up the show with my tips, as many of you know. And we have some great tips. So we're going to do that on the last segment of the show. But let's talk about um, a little bit more about what, a parent is supposed to tell a child, like, I have to tell you, Dr. Levy, my children were so upset with me that they went to school on Monday without 
No, they didn't go to school on Monday. They went to school on Friday because Friday there was a lot of talk in the news about the preparations for the storm and everything, but I'm not sure what happened. But from Thursday to Friday, I really didn't inform my children that the hurricane was coming. So they, when they went to school, they weren't prepared. They said, Mom, how could you not tell us that we were going to have a hurricane? Everybody in school knew about it. So I, bad mommy over here. I did not give my kids a heads up. Or is there anything we can do to prepare kids should this happen again? Well, it makes sense to tell kids that something is coming. Um, what one of the best books, and it's a relatively older uh, publication, is Psychological Emergencies in Childhood, and any event that could be traumatic that you hear about can act like an inoculation for a child. So there are minor events that happen in children's lives that are that that can be used to help in the same way that if that if a child is is brought up in a in a uh, a hot house and never never confronted with trauma or with difficult things in life they may not know how to handle it so when bad things happen it's a good idea to talk about it with them so when on the news they're talking about a hurricane that's coming or a terrible disaster that has happened. It makes sense to talk to them at a level that they can understand and in a way that you can answer their questions and calm their fears. That doesn't mean that, you know, when a hurricane's coming that you won't be afraid as well and you can say, we take precautions, that, that you know, we do everything we can to try to stay safe. Uh, and if the government says evacuate, we evacuate. And so we do what we can to stay safe. Um, the same is true, you know, when when a close friend moves away. That's a trauma for a child. You can talk about that. If in the news there's the death of a of a seri- of a a uh, politician, like the Kennedy assassination, the, uh-huh. you know that you talk with your children about things that happen, so that they can know that life has some dangerous things. And that we can't explain all of them simply and easily, but that we need to make sense of, of, of the difficult situations in life and learn yeah. how to cope with them and be thankful for what we have. And again, it's, it's timely that this is the day before Thanksgiving, that, that part of how we help our children through trauma and, and the hurricane is being thankful for what we have. We may not have electricity, but we can, we can camp out in the bedroom and, and with a flashlight and be close and, and, and support one another. So, or, and and we, may, we may have had a tree fall on, on our property, but we're safe and sound. When someone is killed, then that's another story where you have to help the child and support them through a loss. And, and that's that's also part of helping with trauma, and, and your children may know people who have lost loved ones or were injured, or and, and so you talk with them about it. What can we do to help them? Mm-hmm. How can we how can we be supportive of our friends who 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 lost more? And there was a lot of that happening where you know where someone had electricity and they brought them over to 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 shower and and to mm-hmm. share meals and and those kinds of things happen during traumas as well. So yeah. you can do. And you're so right, Dr. Levy. I mean, just as a community, to see all of our neighbors and to see who you can really count on was just truly eye-opening and. 
It's just like, you know, one of our neighbors had a generator. She had, you know, so many people from the neighborhood in, and she was just like, the shower's there. There's fresh towels here. Everybody take a shower. Bring the whole family over. And she was just so generous that I always knew and felt that she was like that. But it when... You know, when you're in a trying situation like this, it's just so much more comforting that you really feel that you're in a family environment, which is so nice. But um, I have to tell you, I still can't get that image out of my mind at 10 o'clock the next morning when my neighbors, they have you know, four kids, and they were walking, and they came to see and to check up on us, and we all decided to put our coats on and to take a walk around. The devastation is just, I can't seem to get that image out of my mind, Dr. Levy, and as bad as the image was, I know other people had it worse, but what do you do in a case like that? Well, you start rebuilding. You Mm -hmm. start planting new trees. You start finding ways to, to mourn the loss because there, there are losses. I mean, they, you, with friends, you get help to clean out the house. I mean, there are many houses that, have, that people have lost, you know, their photos and their other belongings. And, and, and so you help them, you know, mourn that loss and, and cry about it if you need to. But you also start new memories, and some of those can be the positives of the sharing and, and the community that comes out to support one another. So yeah, I... that gets, you know, and, and as people rebuild, the images will, will shift and be healthier and, and, and less traumatic. Okay, so another question is, what are the signs of post-traumatic stress? Like, are there any signs that we can look for if, if with our family, with our friends, with our neighbors that they might have post-traumatic stress? Well, one of the, there, there are multiple signs. One could be trouble sleeping. Another could be kids becoming sort of clingy and not wanting to go out or having fear of going to school or talking about fears. Um, another could be headaches or, or physical, you know, symptoms. Um, anxiety, fear of fear of you know situations that in the past were not frightening. You know, not not wanting to go to the beach, for instance. Uh, which you know, the beach is not the problem. It was the hurricane that was the problem. Um, uh, so so it would be anything that sort of lasts for a long time. If if someone's having trouble sleeping and insomnia is is a problem all of a sudden, then you may want to talk to a professional. You may want to go and speak with someone. Uh, if your child is, you know, waking up with nightmares uh, on, a, mm-hmm. on a frequent basis, you, you, you know that something is, is up and it's time maybe to talk to a professional or to talk first to your child and say, you know, what are the nightmares about? Tell me about it. And they may say, well, I'm afraid that a tree is going to fall on the house because a tree fell on, on so-and-so's house. And you could say, well, that was because of the hurricane and there's no hurricane mm-hmm. now. So you can you can allay their fears. If that the simple you know talking with them doesn't help enough, then you need to talk to a therapist and and sort of it it, it can be preventative medicine to sort of help get them in and, and talk with someone. Uh, I think that rather than later. I think that's great advice and all of these signs that we can look 
look at, you know, within our family, you know, I, I know my little guy who's eight years old is coming into bed at night and I, I think it still might be his fear from the hurricane. But, um, so these are great tips from Dr. Lviv. We're going to hear more wonderful, um, tips related to post-traumatic stress, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly. Thanks everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrock. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Get ready to learn and play with Mrs. A, your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of 0 and 6 are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. everyone it's josephine here and we have dr barbara levy on um on our show today and we were just talking about post-traumatic stress and the aftermath of hurricane sandy so dr levy i have a question for you um I actually grew up in Staten Island, and the devastation there was just, oh, my goodness. It was horrible, horrible. The stories that I heard were horrendous. And my question to you is that if you know somebody who really experienced a true tra- tragedy and perhaps they, somebody, you know, was... Um, killed in their family or something truly truly tragic what is there something special like what can we say to them that might just help 
the situation because I know there's so many people out there who truly in their hearts want to do something for their neighbors and they just don't even know how to help them or what to say and they're afraid to say the wrong thing. You know, I'll just throw something in there before you answer it. I know when my husband had passed away and we were at the wake and everybody came up to me and said, oh, I'm so sorry for you. But I have to tell you, after hearing those words, I'm so sorry for 48 hours, I never wanted to hear those words again because truthfully, I didn't want anybody to feel sorry for me. I just kind of felt like the... For whatever reason, these were the cards that were dealt me, and I'm a strong person, and I wanted to get through. For me personally, I think I appreciated more the comments when people said to me, gosh, Jerry had the best sense of humor. I'm going to miss him making me laugh. And that was just a way... That was a lesson that I personally learned. Is there any advice you have for us? What can we say to somebody that has lost a loved one or who lost their house or lost their business and they're trying to get back up on their feet? I'll tell you my thoughts on that. I think sometimes the best thing to say is I don't know what to say. This Mm. is... This is, must be very hard, and I want to help you, and I just don't know what to say. Words don't do it. And sometimes it's a hug. It's just, it's just, you know, offering a hug or a hand or and just saying, you know, and anything that you may have experienced that's similar, to say, I don't know what you're going through, but this happened to me, and it's similar, and, and I know how I must. You know, it, every loss is different. But to just say, you know, I don't, I don't have, words fail me. And if you have memories of someone that you want to share, that's always good. Because mm-hmm. what your, your example of, of someone saying that he made, made them laugh and that they'll miss that, sometimes it's things that you didn't even know about. I know when when loved ones of mine have, have passed away, when someone comes up and says, you know, I worked with them, and this is what they were like, and they always talked about you in work. And, you know, that's touching because you often don't know the person at work or or they knew your your loved one they, when they were younger and how important they were and that they make the effort to come, even though they may not have seen the person for years. Those kinds of just appearances and saying, you know, even though I lost touch, this this impacted on me, and I and I am sorry for your loss. You know, I don't know you, but but I'm but I am sorry because this person was special to me. So sometimes don't say anything at all if you don't have the words, and just offer a hug. Yeah, I I think that is really, really great advice because, like I mentioned, if somebody really hasn't gone through the tragedy of losing somebody, sometimes they just don't know what to say, and they're afraid to say the wrong thing, and personally, I, I just, um, I agree with what you're saying is just letting the other person know that you're there for them if they should need anything goes a long, long way. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's great. So now, Dr. Levy, you have, um, what else would you like to bring up? Because we're going to be talking about your great um, tips 
first aid tips, as you call them, in the next um, session. Would you like to, how about we tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you, number one, if they have any questions, and then if it's okay with you, I'd like to just take a few minutes to talk about the great book that you just came out with. Okay. Well, I I had a thought. Someone, I, I mentioned on Facebook that I was doing this, and someone wrote back, and I don't know if they're listening or not, but they have a relative on Long Island that they haven't heard from yet, a relative, a husband and wife, an aunt and uncle, and no one is from the family has heard from them yet, and they're worried. Um, and I, I think they reached out, and maybe the phone's not working. Uh, I think that it might be helpful for people to know that there are, you know, communities that can help with that. Uh, if you know the town where the person lived, you might want to call their town hall and say, I haven't heard from them and I'm worried. Uh, it may be that everything's fine, but they just have lost belongings and whatever, and, and they just don't have the, the headset, you know, to, to call their relatives from afar. Uh, I know when, when there were wars going on in Israel, if you didn't call your friends and didn't know if something bad happened, you often were afraid to make a call. But go ahead and make the call and say, I'm sorry, I, I haven't heard from you and I'm worried about you, and, and, and reconnect so that you can be there for the people that, that have been impacted more than you have. So, so it, it's a good idea to call even though you feel uncomfortable not knowing, you know, whether something bad happened. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I feel terrible because somebody had sent me an email on Facebook or, you know, and because my internet was out so much and I was on Facebook this morning, I just saw it. I don't know how I missed it, but this person was reaching out to me, you know, on Facebook, knowing that I had so much family on Staten Island. He said, is everybody okay? And I feel terrible. At least I got back to him to say, yes, everything's okay. But it's amazing what social media can do also. Um, I just remember exactly the same situation that you were talking about was that um, – a woman had relatives also, I believe it was on Staten Island though, and they hadn't heard from them and they posted a picture of them up on Facebook and asked if anybody saw them to please, you know, call this number and sure enough that thing was sent around to hundreds if not thousands of people. So there are ways to try to get in touch. So I think that was a great point. So... um Dr. Levy, anything else you feel we should talk about before we switch gears just a little? Another thing that I saw in the paper yesterday and I thought I would add here is that there's, there is, there's funding for 8.2 million for Sandy counseling and there's a confidential crisis counseling that can be obtained by calling an 800 number and I have it here in front of me. It's 800-543-3638. So, so, you know, the government is doing what it can to try to help people, and that's you know that's one one way of getting some help right away if you're worried about someone. Oh wow, that's great! So that means if we know somebody who's experienced um, anything really bad, and they just feel that they need to talk to a counselor, they can just call that number. Is that how that works, Doctor Levy? I think so. I haven't called the number. I just saw it in the paper yesterday. I'll, I'll look at oh, what. Yeah. They- I was on the train, and we picked up a paper, and, and it was in there. And I don't even know which paper it is. Okay. Uh, but, I, but that's worth a phone call if somebody knows of somebody. And, um, AM New York. AM New York is where it was, and there was a little article about it. 
Okay, great. So that sounds great. So, Dr. Levy, tell us, how is your new book going? Oh, there's a lot happening with my new book. Um, I've just set up a new website, which is much improved, and I have a new publisher rather than Lulu, where I was having a bit of trouble. And and so a new publisher, a new website, and it's also on Amazon.com in in uh, digital format. So it you could, it's also a new price. It's low. It's less for the print copy and and only nine ninety five for the for the digital copy. And half of the proceeds go to one or all of twenty one creative nonprofits that help people accomplish their dreams. So wow. I'm very excited about that. And and you know. So it, things are moving rapidly, <laughs> and it's oh, been a busy time. I'm so happy for you. And just for my listeners to know, um, it's called the book is called the Wake Up and Dream Challenge. And um, Dr. Levy, you can go on Twitter and find her at Wake Up Dream Now. You always have such helpful information. I have to tell you, I enjoy following you, Dr. Levy. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. So that sounds really good. So let's see. What do you think, Doc, Dr. Levy? Do you want to um, maybe start with our tips? Because we usually have five tips, but we have six and a half here. Okay. <laughs> Which trouble, is very exciting. Narrowing it down. Um, and I and I call them first aid tips, again, for the preventative medicine element of it. And I can explain a little bit about each of them, too. Um, the first tip is to talk to people about the event, even if it feels repetitious, because you may be repeating yourself. If you think about it, uh, when women give birth, how often do they tell the story of their birth, especially if there have been problems, and how often do their husbands tell the story? And, and you repeat it over and over, and there's something good about repeating it. So don't feel like it's, you're being repetitious and no, and no one wants to hear. It's important to talk to other people about it. It gives them an opening to support you about whatever went on. Um, I think should- that's great because when people share their information, any experience that they have, it's amazing how many other people have a connection or might have experienced the same thing that you had. And I... You bring me back to the first time I had my first child. I mean, just a few days before I gave birth, we were at a, a business function. I'll never forget. I could hardly walk. I was huge. <laughs> my husband really didn't want to go to this business function by himself. And I was like squeezing my way. It was a crowded room and there were tables and it was a whole sit down dinner. And that was the last thing I wanted to do was to eat. But I remember somebody telling me that, you know, they had trouble at birth with meconium, you know, with the baby. And sure enough, three days later, I ended up experiencing the same thing, but I wasn't as nervous or as scared because I knew the other couple, the baby turned out fine. So just by sharing and talking, I agree with you 100%. You create um, connections with other people, but not only that, you create knowledge. So anyway, with that, we're going to take another quick break and we're going to be back with some really great business tips from Dr. Barbara Levy. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. 
Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions? in both their business and personal lives. Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back to the last segment of Paying It Forward. So, you know, sometimes I have my guests who are very generous and they have a free giveaway. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to have Dr. Levy take a few minutes to describe the free giveaway that she's going to give you guys. So this way we don't run out of time at the end of the show. So Dr. Levy, can you explain um, your offer to everybody? On my website for the book, wakeupanddreamchallenge.com, you can download the Dream Quotient Questionnaire, which will help you to see what kind of dreamer you are and how you can enhance your DQ. Like your IQ, your DQ can be enhanced. Your IQ can't be changed too much, but your DQ can. So it will teach you about that. And if you have questions about the DQ or about anything we've talked about today, you can send me an email and I will respond to you via email. So, so I, it will be me, not, not an intern and not a robot responding, but I will respond to whatever question you send in. And, and trust me, everybody, when Dr. Levy said she is emailing, I was amazed that the first time we connected through LinkedIn, um, you had shot me an email, you know, I guess through LinkedIn, and I responded back, and there we were within a matter of minutes on a Saturday afternoon communicating. So, Dr. Levy, you're very good with your emails. I give you credit there. By chance. I'm not always that quick. <laughs> no, you're good. You're very good. But um, can you give our listeners your email address so they can get you if they need uh, you? 
you could do, you can either do it, probably it's easiest through the website. There's a contact click on wakeupanddreamchallenge.com. So go to the contact page and click on that. It's simpler than giving out more emails. Okay. okay. I think that's perfect. Okay, wonderful. So let's move on to our other great first aid tips. I like that. Okay. Oh, along, along with the other, the first first aid tip of talking to people is being around people that whenever we've been through a trauma or a loss, it's good to have other people around us to support us. And holidays are going to be hard, so Thanksgiving will be hard, although it's a, it's a holiday where we give thanks for what we do have. And and pay attention to what you do have. I, I Around the, the storm, I made a, a photo on my Facebook page that has a glass half full and half empty, and it says it doesn't matter whether or not the glass is half full or half empty. It, it's what's left in the contents and how, what you make of it that's important. So, so think of that of Thanksgiving, of let's make important what we have left and, and make the most of what we have left. So be with others and you take advantage of their support. So that was my first. It's sort of one and a half. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that that's great. And I think that's a nice activity to even do with the children, you know, sure. to wake up on Thanksgiving morning and to ask them to sit down and really write all the things that they as individuals are thankful for. And it would be a nice memento for them to have as they get older. Sure. So my second uh, tip or first aid tip is to take care of yourself. Make time to relax, exercise, eat well, meditate. Often when we're stressed, we forget about those things. We have too much else to do. We're trying to, you know, rebuild our lives. Make special time to relax. Make special time for your exercise. Make sure you eat your meals. Do the things that help you to relax. It's important. And make sure those around you do as well. I think that's a great piece of advice, especially after Hurricane Sandy. I know I have spoken to so many of my friends, and the timing of the hurricane when we were out of power, and I don't know, I think we we all looked at each other like, and how many pounds did you gain during this <laughs> outage? And we're all looking at each other like, we were supposed to be in tip-top shape right before the holidays, uh-huh. so... It's going to be quite a challenge, but I think I I love that tip. It's so important that, you know, make time to relax, exercise, eat well, and meditate. So great point. Okay, so we'll go on to tip number three then. Number three is help others who are less fortunate. It will help you as well. That when we give, we get back. And it helps us to feel that we have a purpose and that, that, that we're doing something in the midst of such devastation to do something. So, again, I feel wonderful that I'm doing something. I'm reaching out to people now and helping them with the knowledge that I have from years of my experience. And I know that it's important right now. And the same is true for each of you. If you go to a, to a, a food bank, if you go to, to help talk to kids who are, you know, who have been, actually the times have changed, the schools are now open, but maybe you can help kids in the school if, you, if they are having trouble with the, with the disaster. Uh, whatever, whatever you can volunteer to do, go ahead and do some of that. It will help you. 
Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. I know I was out of electricity for quite a number of days, and I ended up going to my mom's house in Staten Island, and she had electricity, and oh gosh, I felt so guilty that there I was, and we were in a warm environment and everything. But I will tell you, for three days straight, my mom, who is the most generous person that I probably know, we spent three days in the house going through every single thing and whether she needed it or not she said you know what i have two of those i don't need a backup let's box it let's give it to these poor people that lost everything and we filled up the car that you, there was no more room not an inch left in that car and my brother was able to bring it right to the victims it was immediate gratification knowing that we couldn't do much but the little bit that we did was going to help someone. So it helped us deal with the fact that we were surrounded by so much trauma. So I think you're so right, Dr. Levy. Helping others actually is a way that we're helping ourselves as well. Right. It's a way to cope. It helps to cope that way. (laughs) And number four is that we talked a little bit about this, to, to look for what you have to be grateful for instead of focusing on what you don't have that that mm-hmm. can help to pull you out of some of this. You know, it certainly, that doesn't mean that you won't mourn the things that you've lost, but look for the things that you have and that what you've gained as well. Okay, I love that. That is so important because a lot of times if you just take time to sit down in a quiet room and start writing and put it down on paper, all the things that you were grateful for, you know, by the time you get to the end of that list, you realize that, you know what, you really don't, we have it pretty good considering that there are so many other parts of the world that don't have what we have, so... It's a great time of the year to be thankful for everything. So I think that's a great point. So tip number five, we have two more to share with everyone. Tip number five? To be patient with yourself. It takes time to recover from losses. We've been traumatized, some more, some less. It's going to take time. And be patient that it's not going to be over yesterday. It's going to take some time. When With the loss of, of a, a loved one, it's minimum of a year that that's sort of the average amount that people deal with a loss the same is true for for a trauma of of this magnitude of of a of a natural disaster it, especially if you were in the midst of it so it it takes time and and be patient yeah and i agree with that I agree that we probably have all gone through stuff, but you know what I even just said this morning to my husband, Dr. Levy, the kids have half a day of school today, and I just said to my husband, you know what, I think the kids have gone through a lot, and they need to have some fun, so however you define fun, I think it's so important, let's bring some happiness, you know, balance things off, and I think I'm going to take the kids to a movie today. (laughs) That's that's part of, too, that's part of taking time to relax and to to enjoy yourself, too. Even as you're you're mourning or or dealing with all this tough stuff, to have some time for you and for some positive things to come into into your world. I think that's so important. And tip number six. If you're having trouble sleeping, headaches or other physical issues or or frequent flashbacks, go ahead, pick up a phone and talk to a professional. 
they can help you. The sooner you do it, closer to when the trauma happened, the better. So talk with someone. I think that's great. And it looks like we actually, we have three minutes, but it looks like... There might be a question here. Let me just, let me, I'm on the DJ panel here. It looks like somebody came in with a question. Okay. Um, I'm just going to wait one second till they email it back. Okay, we don't have that yet. Oh, yeah. Okay, not there. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. They, They need to go on the website, I think, just to say... They can't call in? I'm not sure. I guess I can give that number out again. If somebody has a question, or whoever this is trying to email us, why don't you try to call the number, and the number is 877-864-4869. And we just have two minutes left on the show. All right, well, we'll wait, and hopefully they'll try to call in. But if not, everybody knows that um, they can get in touch with Dr. Levy at um, wakeupanddreamchallenge.com. So, Dr. Levy, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like things are getting back to normal? They're starting to. I mean, we're, we're going to need some help with some trees that are down and things like that. That'll take a while. Um, but uh, things are getting back to normal and clients are, you know, coming in and it's, you know, life is getting back to normal. It's, it's interesting how quickly, I mean, when you get your electricity back, it's like this, oh, my God, suddenly electricity is such a wonderful thing. And then yeah. after a while, you sort of become, it's become sort of, expected and you don't think about it anymore so i'd say i'm in that stage of you know almost forgetting the the difficult the more That's difficult so time. funny so we have a minute left of the show and here is the question from the from the caller or whoever had sent it into the radio station they wanted to know about meditation would meditation help with post-traumatic stress um Meditation can help. I would, I would say that there are other techniques that might be better that you might want to consult with someone. One is EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization reprocessing, uh, which is not hypnosis, but it's, it has, it, it can help with trauma significantly. Uh, the other is hypnosis and working with a therapist. Meditation may just help you to relax and calm yourself and, and, and deal some with the, with the stress of the, of the trauma. But if you want specifically to work on a specific trauma, it's, I would suggest doing it with, with a therapist. I think that's a great point. Well, Dr. Levy, thank you so much for being a part of Paying It Forward. I know you're a repeat guest, but I admire you, and you've done an excellent job, and I hope my listeners got lots of great tips. So thanks again, Dr. Levy, for being our guest. For having me. Thank you. Okay, everyone, see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons learned,